settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers podcast. It is our only, well, I say our, the Fraser Coast. As far as we know, only weekly sports podcast where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator. As we get the shovel out, we dig a little deeper into what they've been up to and what's happening in sport locally. We'll have a look at the week ahead in sport too. Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media. Hello. Hello, Andrew Bland. How are you, sir? I am very well for a for this time of the afternoon. Are you uh, licking your wounds, uh, Tottenham, down again? Um, well and truly out of the top four. Now, you had this look in your eye. What's he going to say? Wow, Why am I looking? Oh, wow, yes. That. That, that's a great way to start this Well, podcast. I just thought we'd get it out the way. No, well, I appreciate that. That's okay. That, I'm only thinking rip, of you. Rip the Band-Aid off. Who'd they lose to? I can't even remember, to yeah. be honest. I've blotted it from my memory. Did you? Yeah, the old Spurs. They started off so promising. Uh, looks like they won't finish in the top four at this stage. There's still, what, 11 games to go? Yeah, let's just not write them off. Who's your yet. tip? I don't know. No? Yeah, I mean, you've there's only, what, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Man Yeah, I'm going to go Liverpool, to be Are honest. You? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going for the Gunners. Yeah, I knew. I will, I will go for the I Gunners knew. from I here. On well, in- they're leading, aren't they? No, no, I think they're sitting in second. Okay. Yeah, I think there's only... Um, yeah, there's not many that yeah. can get there. There's a, a whisker uh, between everything that's going on there. Uh, so, of course, uh, national uh, our national teams, the Matildas, have uh, mm-hmm. have done well against Uzbekistan, as you would expect. Yeah, as you would expect, exactly. But they, you have to beat who's put in front of you. Mm-hmm. So they already have one foot in the on the plane for this year's Paris Olympic Games after beating them three nil in freezing ta- Tashkent. Tashkent, the capital of Uzbekistan, is yes, it not? Yes, yes. yes. You it's would have been cool. there. I haven't I been there, no. No, I haven't been to Uzbekistan. I must admit, it's not even at this stage of the market very list. Nice. You never know, do you? Uh, it's cold over there at the moment. It's very, very, yes. very cold. A couple of degrees. But Michelle Heyman, Mary Fowler and Caitlin Ford scored goals. And having arrived home on Monday morning, they don't intend to disappoint the packed house at Marvel Stadium that is booked in for Wednesday night for the second league. And uh, that will finish the job and put them on the plane. Yeah, well, I think we're over, aren't we? We're, we're, aren't we, haven't we qualified for the Olympics? Or we've got to win this one, do we? We've got to, on, it's, again, the four and away, and the home and away. Oh. So we're 3-0 up. So Yeah, I think we're in. Oh, unless, I was under the impression Unless we there's in. some miracle right. of, or 3-0 Against us. Okay. All right. So it still is possible we haven't made the Olympics. Yeah, we have, but right. we're not officially there. Yet. Okay. Uh, T20s too. Australia made short work of the <laughs> Kiwis. Interesting because I thought there were times there the Kiwis well and truly in the game, but uh, we just did what needed to be done when it mattered. Of course, 35 off the last two overs. I think that was game one, was it? Game one, and that, I think, broke their backs. Yeah, uh, that was incredible. And uh, is it Tim David yeah. who's coming to the team? Uh, he's from Singapore originally. I can't recall of an, another player who's played for us. Uh, no. Singapore nationality. No. He was playing for them only up until a couple of years ago. He's he's now an Aussie. And I tell you what, he's got some power, <laughs> he hasn't does. he? He does. And, you know, after the second game where Travis Head went ballistic in the first couple of overs and mm. we, were, we were on track for a record pace and then crumbled, 
and won that easily. And then the third game, of course. Rain affected. But yeah. Once again, I think New Zealand certainly were in it at, at a number of times throughout that series, but uh, couldn't get over the line. So much no. of the, the, the crowd were out in support for them, but not to be. I think winning really does become a habit. Yeah. Like you just, you, you get to a stage if you're that confident and you're going well that you mm. just have the ability to win under like, all circumstances. Like the uh, the English, of course, uh, aren't doing at the moment. Uh, that is done and dusted as far as their tour of India goes. <laughs> There's another test, but whew, and that was, I must admit, uh, I think we spoke about it last yeah. week, and I'm sorry if you're an English fan out there, you're going to hate me if you don't already, uh, but I was only watching to make sure that England uh, lost, and I thought that they were well and truly buried, and then they came back uh, to back. have uh, the Indians five down, looking shaky with a number of runs still left on the board, but it was Gill and Yadav, I think it was, who, yeah, uh, who got them over the line there. Uh, so that's done now. Three, one. Okay. Baz ball. Is it dead? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. All right. But yeah, you know, let's pep our English people up, our English listeners up, uh, because, uh, they did win the world club challenge in rugby league over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And they can claim to be the best club in the world. And that was? That was Wigan. Wigan. Good old Wigan. defeated the Panthers mm. 16-12. Does anybody really care, though? Not really. Well, no. the Panthers fans do because there were some dubious calls, was to the say, the, say the least. How come they're always played over there, these games? Well, they're, they're not. Last year, St. Helens oh, was beat it? Panthers here. Oh, did they? Oh, well, there you go. I so, must admit, uh, I, I recall uh, only the games being over there. I don't know why. <laughs> The best one was uh, the uh, Wigan team were awarded a try to Jake Wardell, a second half try, even though he's a foot short of the line. As you do when you're on the home soil. They sent it upstairs to the video referee. He said, yep, no, that's a try. He should have put his other eye back in. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, that's a bit of a joke, isn't it? Yeah, it is. At but that look, level? At that level? It is. But as you said, hometown bias and rightly or wrongly, it is good for the rugby league, for like for the game in the world. What, to have um, cheating refs? <laughs> they make the decision on the information they have at hand. If, if, if the information at hand is a guy is a foot short of the try line, uh, Blind <laughs> Freddy can see. I, I agree. But uh, under their system over there, the referee is awarded the try and they have to find something to overturn it. and. There wasn't enough camera angles. Okay. But in saying that, who knows? In a year or two's time, it may not matter because the NRL are looking at buying the English Super League. Are they? Mm. What do they do with it? Bury it then? No, I think they... it'll allow for greater transparency. <laughs> and, well, they should bury it. but uh, and, and perhaps uh, there'll be a bit more player movement between exactly. players here and, and there that and, are and, up for it. And both ways, it won't be just our old older players going over there to retire and get a check. Mm-hmm. It may uh, work both ways. So okay, so we'll rugby league is is taking over the world, of course, uh, in America at the moment. Now we're in Vegas, it, baby. Yeah, is is it feasible to think that uh, the Americans are going to embrace this game enough to start their own professional competition? They've had a few goes at it over the years. It hasn't hasn't ever worked. Well, funny you should mention that, Mister Bland. Yes. There is a currently franchises being bought over there yeah. and the NRL are putting some money into mm -hmm. setting up a 12 team competition. Right. This has happened before. Yes, it has happened before and it has fallen over, mm. but I, I, they're, they're going a bit different this time mm. and making people put in their hard earned mm. as well, which will probably, oh, could, could fall like some other sports have, but yep. 
Oh, well. Look. I don't think it'll take hold to the, it won't take over from the top oh, of course. sports well, over there. Nothing's ever going to do that, but you just need enough to sustain yeah. a professional competition. I think so. And I think they're, they're being very smart. They spent a lot of money on marketing. And I think with the television rights they've got secured, I think the Americans will will come on we'll board. We'll embrace it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, look, there's the, they haven't got the big padding, of course, and, and it's a bit uh, more flowing, obviously, than uh, the game of football they know. Uh, but of course, Russell Crowe has been giving them uh, uh, tips. And he's is that your Russell video. impersonation? It is. I would sort of go more like this, Brendan. Yeah, well. My name is Biggest Maximus Dickius. <laughs> no, it's not. It's smallest Penius. No, I forget what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Uh, but anyway, again, they're, they're very smart. Mm-hmm. They've got Russell doing out uh, Instagram yeah. and, and yeah. stuff to let people know. So I, yeah, I wish them well. Okay. And you've got to hand it to Peter Volandis. He certainly uh, has vision, that man. And he's, he's not going to die trying, is he? No, and he doesn't no. mind rocking the boat either. No, no, good on him. Good on him. Okay, what else have we got here? Well, while we're on footy, we'll talk a bit closer to home. The baby Broncos. Mm. The Broncos' top team were over there getting ready for their game. Mm. But uh, they've won the preseason challenge after defeating uh, Manly 40-14. to 14. Wow. So uh, congratulations. The Broncos need another $100,000. Not, but... Mm. That's what they won. So well done. They were without their stars, but uh, they got on and did it. What about your mob? Yeah, we they got were flogged. Over, we're over in Fiji, mate. We we're just having a holiday. Were you? Okay. Getting ready for the season. Sitting ahead. on the banana land, sipping peanut coladas while the storm actually turned up and had a game. Yeah, that's a fair mate. assessment. Fair that's assessment, Blandy. Look, you can't really read too much <laughs> into this time of the year, can you? No, not really. And like the Roosters again and South, they are, they're both over there. They won easily, the Roosters. Uh, Sharks beat the Bulldogs. Again, the Warriors were too strong for the um, Dolphins and our sympathies go to Tom Gilbert, who's coming back from an injury. He's done his ACL, so Ouch. he's gone before the season starts. Oh, uh, God, it's a rotten, bloody thing. I did mine back in 2013, and it's a long road back. It's yeah. Even if you break a leg, you, you can recover quicker yep. than uh, the old ACL, unfortunately. So you've... Feel for anybody who does that, or the Achilles, I guess. Yes, and the West Tigers look like they're in for another, another tough year when the Dragons beat them. But again, it's only trials. Yeah, so you too don't early, know. too early. All right, uh, supercars. What's happened there? Well, Triple Eight recruit Will Brown has claimed his first victory for his new team in the second leg of the Bathurst Five Hundred, two hundred and fifty kilometres on Saturday, two hundred and fifty kilometres on Sunday. So it was a great way to start the season, mm-hmm. and Triple Eight looked like the team to beat yet once again. Okay, uh, you into your motor racing, aren't you? I am. Okay, Dan, Daniel Ricciardo, fourth fastest in the first first practice sessions. Good on him. There is a movie out at the moment, um, and I'd recommend anybody uh, to have a look at it. I haven't seen it yet, but I am going to see is it that soon. Gran Turismo, is that what it's called? No, I was talking about Ferrari. No, no, no. I'm talking about this, uh, Gran Turismo. It's on one of the streaming platforms. True story about, uh, how the best gamer, uh, in the world was picked out to actually drive Okay. in a real motor car. Yes. I did hear about that. Yeah. And, uh, you don't have to be into motorsports to appreciate it. It's a, it's a really good little flick. I think it's called Gran Turismo, I think. Okay. All right. We'll move on, eh? This well, isn't you uh, ask Mr. Mobs about a What Are You Streaming uh, podcast, is it? We better get on to local sport, I suppose. Yes, let's get on to did local we get, sport. We got some cricket in. We did get some cricket in. But eh? what happened to Oz Rocks? 
they got beaten comprehensively. Comprehensively, the... sorry, mate. Uh, 243 grammars tanana and uh, all out for 40 Oz rocks. That's not comprehensively. Yeah, That's well, taking your pants down. Yeah, fair call. Mm. Fair call. <laughs> uh, Curtis Farrell scoring, the young Curtis Farrell scoring 114 from 117 balls for Grammar's Tanana in their victory. Good on him. Uh, Luke Murray also picking up four for four from four overs. Wow. And there were five ducks in the Ozrocks innings. Boy, oh boy. Okay. Uh, look, it's sad to see, you know, a team lose by that much, you know, in a local comp, but uh, I'm sure that they'll... And I'm saying this uh, with hand on heart, they'll learn and hopefully get better because we we're hope so. towards the end of the year, aren't we? We'd like to see a strong competition. We know? would. Uh, uh, now, they've, they've finished as minor premiers now as, after that win. Uh, Bush Rangers gold defeated Cavaliers gold. Uh, they posted close. one for 126. Uh, so they accounted for them in only 16.1 <laughs> overs. Sorry, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've got a bit of a one-sided thing going on here. We do, and then Bushy's blue were too strong for Cavaliers black. Mm -hmm. Jed Savage scored 78 not out for Bush Rangers gold, while mm -hmm. Mitch Turner was not out 82 for Bush Rangers blue. Okay, uh, now we've got another game. We'll talk about that. Uh, softball regular season came to a close. Yes, don't have the results as yet, mm -hmm. but uh, semi-finals start this weekend. So well done. The regular season's over. Some teams bow out, but we get serious now. It's serious in the in the pointy end of the softball season. Mm -hmm. I love this rugby. No idea, no idea what's happening there. No idea. If you have a look on their website, there was game scheduled, nothing, zero. All right, now we've got a special guest uh, coming up, but before we do that, why don't we just have a quick look at what's coming up this weekend? All right, and this is the last round of the regular cricket mm -hmm. season. This is it. This Come is on, Oz Rocks. So I've got Oz me Rocks, money this on is you. It. Finish the season strong, Oz Rocks. Cavs Gold play Bush Rangers Blue in Harvey Bay. Cavaliers Black play Oz Rocks down in Maryborough. And Bush Rangers Gold and Grammar's Tanana tune up before the semifinals. Okay, good luck to all those teams. Softball too, the first weekend of semifinals. Yes, first weekend, as I said, in Harvey Bay. So check out the draw. There will be some great softball on display. So get out and support all the teams. Now, football too, mate. The Intercity Cup is back. Yes, our region's top women's players will suit up for the Wide Bay Select team to face off against the Central Coast region's very best at Marley, Brown, Oval and Gladstone. Mm, and how far away till the season proper gets oh, only, underway? Only a few weeks away. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Marley, Brown, Oval? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure if I have. Yeah, it's not a bad little uh, ground. Look, nice grandstand and whatnot. And um, I just want to get your thoughts on what do you think about a bit of rep rep soccer or rep football before the season starts? Yeah, not sure. Uh, yeah, it's a bit I, hard to play rep before the season yeah, starts. Surely you're selected nothing. on form at the time during the regular season. Yeah. But when do you have it? People would complain if it was mid-season that players get injured. We haven't got the time to do it. At the end of the year, everyone's having a cracking cracking a cold and going, I've had enough. So maybe yeah, I don't you, know. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Sports administrators, you can't really win <laughs> whenever you do it. It's usually someone is not happy. Which uh, brings us to our special guest this week. Brendan is the chairman of the Bundaberg Rugby League, and that is Mr. Mike Ireland. Mike, hello. Uh, hello, guys. How are you today? Great, Mike. Great to have you on. Thanks for coming on and having a chat. Not a problem. Now, the season's not that far away. How's it all looking? Yeah, well, look, it's uh, the cricket's nearly finished, and uh, obviously coming up, 
uh, into March and the next few days, it's sort of uh, looking pretty good and there's starting to be a bit of movement around the clubs and um, I think it's going to be very exciting um, right through. I think under-18s, reserve and A-grade, particularly in the senior level, where um, I'm pleased to say that we've got five local under-18 sides again this year with, of course, Wallaroos uh, having an under-18 side and we've got the six A-grade and reserve-grade side. So um, between the Fraser Crows and the Bundy sides, it should be a very interesting competition. Oh, that's great to hear, Mike. Now, our Fraser Coast teams have been struggling over the last couple of years. Have you got any insight on how you think they'll go this year? Look, I think there's a, there'll be a few uh, the players will be going back to. Uh, I know a few of the gone from East have gone back down to uh, to Harvey Bay, and uh, I think with Wallaroos, you've got a, uh, a lot of under-18s that have come up over the last couple of years, and, and they've had experience in A-grade last year. And in saying that, too, Harvey Bay have been very strong in the under-18s over a number of years, and a lot of those guys will uh, will come up into senior football, and um, I think it'll make it um, make it interesting, and I think they will be very competitive. And looking around, and uh, without knowing who's going, everyone who's going where, because this is a silly season, as we know, in rugby league, where players are moving from club to club. I think um, if at this early stage of the board meeting, everyone seems to be quite happy with the numbers that. They're getting together, and also the um, the the quality of players that they're getting. So I think it'll be a very interesting competition. And um, we've only got to remember back a couple of years where um, Harvey Bay were, weren't even expected to get into the final, let alone win the premiership. Mm. So um, you know, I think I think it'll be a very interesting competition. That's for sure. So do you think the game itself is getting stronger, uh, Mike, and, and that's coming from a junior uh, level as well? Yeah, look, I think the junior base has been very good over the last few years, and I know uh, the Bundaberg Junior Rugby League and also the Fraser Coast Junior Rugby League is very strong, and uh, these guys that are that are coming through, and uh, and the girls as well that are coming through, can only get experience, more experience as they get into the into the higher levels, the under 18s and that sort of thing as they come up. So it's um, it is interesting, and uh, look, I think they uh, with the the training and the quality of training they get now, I think the players coming through coming through a lot earlier and uh, are better players for it. And I agree, Mike. Now, obviously, the year, the year, the season will be starting soon. Is there any highlights that people can look forward to for the year ahead? Well, obviously, the uh, the season kicks off uh, the first weekend after Easter, and that was obviously done in 2024 to stop the, uh, like the stop and start during the season. Mm-hmm. And this year, we've moved the, um, the 47th Battalion, not the May long weekend like it used to be, so it's now moved to... Uh, to uh, July, so that'll obviously uh, help us help the local league and uh, what, having a better representative side. Where, as you know, Brendan, over yeah. the last five or six years, we've had to pick a representative side after one or two rounds, and it mm-hmm. wasn't fair to the players that didn't hit their straps till later mm-hmm. in the season, couldn't make the rep side. So that's that's going to be a plus. And uh, also with the, um, the the clubs have asked for the magic round off in 2024 because what are the the players like to get down to the um, mm-hmm. Brisbane and Brisbane and watch the um, you know, the, the eight games down there. So uh, we've made that a buy in 2024, and of course we've got the NRL game up here on um, on the 16th of uh, August. So that will um, that will sort of help this coming into the semi-finals, where we're not going to have a start and stop semi-finals like the semi-finals won't start till the first weekend. After the NRL game, so the, obviously the minor premiers in in A grade uh, and reserve grade 
will only you know, won't have to sit around and wait three weeks like they did a couple of years ago when we had the um, we had a split semi final. So I think uh, I think it's looking looking forward to it, and I think the clubs are very happy with it. Even though our season will probably go well, will go for two weeks later in 2024 rather than um, finishing at the end of August. It'll finish the second week in September. Gee, you switched on, you guys, aren't you? I mean, you're keeping the players happy. Uh, it's all plotted out. So everybody, it's a win-win situation. You've got that NRL game. That's a massive coup for the region too, isn't it? Well, it is actually. And it, uh, it, it does it does help the... Uh, it gets the younger, particularly the young the young kids, and that gets them up. They get an opportunity to see the the class footballers that uh, are playing in our local competition and uh, that are playing in the juniors in our local competition to see the standard with not only seeing them on TV, they're seeing them in person. And um, as it's been over the last two years, it's been very successful. And of course, the Bulldogs have got this year. Then um, hopefully next year, they can, if they don't sign on the um, the Dolphins, might uh, look at playing some matches up here. Well, I don't know about you, Blandy, but Mike's got me excited. <laughs> yeah, Let's bring absolutely. the season on. Absolutely. Let's start. I love your passion, mate, and I love the fact you, you sound like you're in control. You know what's going on. It's going to be a cracker of a season. You're lifting everyone up there with that positivity, and we do appreciate your time here on the Whistleblowers, uh, Mike Island, Chairman of the Bundaberg Rugby League. All the best for 2024, mate. No worries at all. Thanks, guys, for having us on. Yeah, certainly sounds like a, a positive start to the season there for the NRL. It's not that far away, is it? Oh, I can't wait, Blandy. Mm, looking forward to it. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, you, good listener, and, of course, Mike Island, our special guest, for having a chat. When we return, we'll do it again with another guest about all things sport. And a shout-out, Brendan, each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that well often goes unrecognised as we share that positivity. Who you got? Well, it's the Harvey Bay Futsal Competition. Huh. You didn't see that one coming, I Blandy, didn't see you? that one, no. No, well, let's give them a kick along because this season they've just finished the All Abilities yeah. Futsal Competition. So they had the Grand Finals last night. Yep. So it's great that they're being inclusive and yep. getting everyone involved in sport, whatever it is, to get them out and active. So well done to the Harvey Bay Futsal. Harvey Bay Futsal. How about a, uh, a round of applause there? Well done. Of course, if you would like tickets to sit in on the whistleblowers, well, that costs too much. Don't worry about it. There's only the elite. Hey, 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 hey. What? Let's knock back. Let's just not, <laughs> let's just not sell ourselves short here, Randy. Okay. fcsportsmedia.com.au. That's where you need to go, uh, apart from this particular podcast, of course. And uh, we'll be back next week, Brendan, as we chat all things sport. We'll have the results, of course, round one of the NRL. Yes, over from Viva Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, this with that, didn't you? Actually, your Elvis is better than your, your Russell Crowe. Thank you very much. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.